0: All right, saints of God, let me say this to you before I get going. In order for you to enjoy the full worship experience, you got to remove the distractions from around you right now. I think that one of the greatest shortcomings of worshiping online, it's a beautiful thing, we all gathered together. God is with us, he's here, but let's not share him with other things that surround us to distract us. Amen. The devil is crafty. He has a way to distract, of distracting us, when really, when God is really giving you that that, that piece of meat, that steak, in His Word, and Satan is trying to make your phone ring and just all these other things to get to keep you from the Word. He know all we need is a word from the Lord. <laughs> That's all any of us need, and some faith to act on it. That's it, saints. So get rid of the distractions right now. Get into your quiet place, your your prayer closet, saints. And pay attention for the next 30 minutes. And you'll be so glad that you did. Amen. Get into that place right now, saints. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Today, I want to talk about, this is really, really, truly my favorite subject is trust in God, amen, because at the end of the day, he wants us to trust him, amen, and in trusting him, what I want to show you is what our expectation should really be of him when we trust him, amen, what that looks like. It's a must, saints of God. I, I remember in so many instances, uh, as I was praying, those really they were selfish prayers. They were prayers for what I wanted from the Lord. <laughs> and I remember praying this prayer about this job that it just looked perfect to me. The job just looked perfect, Saints of God. And I just was praying, and, and the Lord told me to get up and read a certain scripture. And I said, Yeah, 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 I'm gonna do it, Lord. But I just kept praying. I didn't do it. I kept Praying, telling the Lord how perfect this job was for me. <laughs> and he kept telling me to get up and read the certain scripture. Amen. It's a must that we learn how to trust God, saints. I want you to know that all great relationships, listen to this, are built on trust. Amen. That's what great relationships are built on. And as children of God, our number one relationship is with Christ. Amen, our our relationship with Christ, saints of God, is the most important relationship we could ever enter into. (laughs) But we have to trust Him. amen. I looked that word up in the Oxford Languages definition. And this is what it is, in trust. It says, firm belief in the reliability, the truth, the ability or strength of someone or something. (laughs) That's why we got to trust our our God. It's a firm belief that he's reliable. (laughs) That's why we trust him. And he's going to lead us in truth. Amen. He has the ability and the strength to keep us. It says of someone or something, but the someone or something we're talking about today is God. Amen. How to trust him. At the end of the day, saints, we got to trust God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. And whenever I'm speaking of trusting him, I got to start out again with my favorite scripture. And this is my favorite scripture because he gave it to me when I was praying for that job. Amen. He told me, so if you would turn in, turn in your Bibles to Proverbs chapter three. Oh, hallelujah to you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. This is my favorite scripture because while I'm praying and praying and praying and and telling God exactly what I need, (laughs) he kept telling me to read this scripture and I I was being disobedient. I wasn't reading it, but then I got scared because he showed me that I wasn't going to read it. He peeped. He showed me this image in front of my face of me running out the door, of me looking for my resume and never getting up to read this scripture. He showed it to me. <laughs> so I know this scripture is very important in my life, but not only in my life, but in all of our lives. This is the one thing to God. Proverbs 3 and verse 5, it says this. It says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thy own understanding. See, this scripture, this is one of the keys to open God's kingdom up to you. Amen. This is a key. <laughs> when you learn how to trust him with all your heart and don't lean on to your own understanding. Amen. All of our heart, that kind of trust, that's all the issues of our life. See, all the issues of our life flow from our heart. Saints to God, that's why I say we have to trust him with all of our heart. With every issue in our life, whatever we're going through in our life, listen to me, saints. Trust God on it. And when it's when it comes to trusting him, you can't lean on your own understanding because it can mislead you. Amen. But when God says it, that's the answer. Okay? Don't start trying to, to, to lean on your own understanding, how to work that out. Don't do that because your own understanding can mislead you. (laughs) Let me give you a a Bible example. Here we got Abraham and Sarah. God gave them the word. I'm going to give you a son. (laughs) I'm going to give you a son. But what happened? They begin to lean on their own understanding. Sarah is too old to have a son. See, that's his understanding. What did God say? God said, I'm going to give you a son. And Sarah, when, when Abraham told, told it to Sarah, she laughed. Like, you got to be kidding me. As old as I am, God, gonna, God you won't be able to, 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 to give me a son. You and I are way past that age. See, that's your understanding, saints. They're leaning on their own understanding right now. Amen. Don't do that. When God gives you the word, that is the word. Trust him. Oh my God, thank you, Jesus. Look at verse six. It says, in all thy ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. <laughs> when, I, when I got up and read that, you know, after the Lord scared me into reading it, you know what I how I interpreted it? This is my own understanding now. I wanna show you how to mislead you. God had spoke to me in that tub and gave me that scripture my understanding of it was i'm about to get this job god said it god spoke to me he told me to trust him and don't lean on my own understanding but i never got that job as a matter of fact my life went in a whirlwind amen and people was talking about me bad and they should have been for the things for some of the things that i was doing amen But I did have one thing. (laughs) What did I tell you? All we need is a word from the Lord. I had one thing. No matter what they were saying, I knew God told me to trust him. I did know that. (laughs) So I didn't care about all that stuff. I just said, I'm trusting God. He told me to trust him. He told me, I was laying there. I I wanted that job. But he said, trust him. And I promise you, saints of God, that got me through that era, that time, that season. I just had to trust God. Be patient. Wait on him. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Don't just acknowledge God when you're doing good things, saints of God. See, this scripture is saying, in all thy ways, acknowledge him. When things are not going the right way, acknowledge him. Amen. And now, so you have to acknowledge God no matter what you're doing, good or bad. And it's hard to acknowledge God when you about to do the wrong thing. <laughs> Praise God. When you know that you know that you know, I should not be doing this. All oh, you want to have from God then, like he can't see you. Amen. He's all seeing, he's all knowing. But see, we're leaning on our own understanding. Oh, I'm going to do this, Lord. I'm going to get out of your presence. I don't even want you to see me do this, Lord. Amen. But that's this scripture is saying, in all thy ways, even in that bad thing, if you acknowledge God in that bad thing, he will show you exactly what to do. Amen. That's what this scripture is saying. In all thy ways, acknowledge him in everything. Then, And he shall direct thy path. He then will show you. He'll show you which way to go, even in the bad thing. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. So trusting God, saints, and acknowledging him is a must. That's what those two verses say. Trust God with everything you have and acknowledge him in in everything you do. All those are some powerful words to live by. That was worth the logging on right there, to get that right there in your spirit. Amen. But here's where it gets a little hairy <laughs> is our expectations of him. Oh, I want you to get this. See, trusting God does not mean we're going to get everything we want. <laughs> That's not true. Amen. See, God never promised to give us everything we wanted. Amen. Paul said in Philippians chapter 4, in verse 19, he said it like this. It says, but my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. That's the promise. God's going to give you everything you need, not everything you want. Oh, you got to catch that revelation right there, saints. Because see, we want everything. Amen. If we could just get what we want, and, and we know money is the root of Uh, uh, The love of money is the root of all evil. But in our own understanding, Lord, give me a a million dollars. That's what we want. Amen. But he didn't promise. He said, I'll meet every one of your needs according to his riches. Okay. What God has in glory in Christ Jesus. That's how he, and he has it all. And he wants to meet all of our needs with it. But it's not everything we want. Those expectations are off. And that's what I want to show you today. Like my prayer in that tub, the expectations of that job. Ooh, it made good sense to me, but it was off, amen. It wasn't the will of the Lord for my life, amen. Who knows what it could have led to, but we know the path that he did bring me down, what it led to, I'm before you today. It don't get no better than that, say to God, I'm in Christ. Huh? I'm, I'm trusting in him. I'm depending on, I'm doing exactly what he told me to do in that tub in that scripture. That's what I'm doing. Amen. Oh, please catch this, thanks of God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Trusting in God does not mean you gonna, he's going to give you everything that you want. Amen. But I'm going to show you what it does mean. <laughs> Again, He's going to supply all of our needs. Amen. But trust in God, so it doesn't mean laying out your expectations and believing God will do whatever you want. I want you to get that peace. Amen. It means laying down your expectations and trusting him. That's what it means. Amen. Beloved, listen to me. Please believe God knows the future and he loves us. Ooh, that's a major plus. So your attitude cannot be, give me what I want because I trust you. Oh, that's the wrong attitude toward the Lord. Your your attitude has to be, saints, show me the way to go because I trust you with my life. That's got to be your attitude, saints of God. Get that in your spirit right there. Amen. (laughs) I'm going to say that one again. Here's what your attitude should be. Lord, show me the way to go because I entrust my life to you. Oh, thank you, Jesus. That's what your expectation should be. Amen. I entrust my life to you, Lord. Show me which way to go, what to do, what not to do. Oh, praise God. Let me show you what it looks like. Turn in your Bible to Psalms 143. Let me give you the backdrop here. Psalms 1 through 43. David was praying to God. But what I want you to notice is his attitude. Amen. Notice his expectations of God. Because here, you know, David was a warrior. A mighty warrior. Amen. He was taking them Philistines out. We saw what he did to Goliath. Goliath was a Philistine uncircumcised Philistine. He wasn't into Christ, and everybody was afraid of him. He was an enemy to God. But here come young David with a slingshot. Amen. But what else did he have? That ain't all he had. He had a slingshot, but the Bible said God was with him. That's what he had. Amen. And if God is for you, who can be against you? And that was the spirit of David. You uncircumcised Philistines, how dare you to come up against our mighty, almighty God. Oh, Lord, our mercy. So David had plenty of enemies. The Philistines was his enemy. Some of his own people was his enemies. Amen. You all remember how Saul chased him around? after David? After God took the anointing off Saul and put it on David because Saul was disobedient and he wanted to do what he wanted to do. And God was looking for a man after his own heart. Let me find somebody who want to do what I asked them to do, who trusts me. Oh, y'all better catch this revelation. <laughs> Let me find that person so I can live big in him. That was David. <laughs> Amen. So here we are in Psalms 143. I just want y'all to notice David's expectations. Because here David finds himself again in a battle surrounded by his enemies. That's what's going on in this, in this passage of scripture. But he knows how to acknowledge God in all his ways. <laughs> oh, glory to God. David knows how to acknowledge God in all his ways. Proverbs 3, five and six, that should be right down in your heart and always there. His <laughs> or that I'll never forget the scripture. It's my favorite one. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Trust God with all your heart. Look how David is talking in his, in his passage of scriptures. Psalms 143, look at verse one. It says, hear my prayer, O Lord. Give ear to my supplications. In thy faithfulness, answer me. And in thy righteousness. <laughs> so David is asking the Lord to hear his prayer right here give an ear to myself give an ear to what i'm asking you lord my expectations give an ear please listen to what I, what i'm what i'm expecting of you lord that's what he's saying amen but notice the two things as he's praying to our lord and his lord and he says oh lord give ear to my supplications but then he says in thy faithfulness two things i want you to note about this scripture the lord is faithful And he's righteous. See, we pray to a faithful and righteous God. Say amen to that, saints. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Look at verse two. It says, And enter not into judgment with thy servant, for in thy sight shall no man living be justified. (laughs) Oh, Lord, have mercy. I'm going to read that one again to you. It says, And enter not, everybody say not, into judgment with thy servant. If you're a servant of God, you don't want to enter into his judgment. Amen. It says, for in thy sight shall no man living be justified. See, if God was to judge you or I today on our righteousness, you won't be justified. Oh, please hear me, saints of God. Let me say that to you one more time. (laughs) I said, if God was to judge you or me today on our own righteousness, we will not be justified. That's what the scripture is saying. It says, for in thy sight shall no man living be justified. Nobody living today will be justified by their own righteousness. Say amen to that. See, that gets pressure off of you right there. Oh, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna be perfect. I'm gonna do right. Or you mess up and you do something and you feel so condemned and all of that. It's not your righteousness. Please believe me. Our righteousness is like a filthy rag to God, saints. We don't want to enter into judgment in our own righteousness. See, our righteousness is in Christ. And the sooner you learn that, who the more. That's why I say, who the son set free is free. You're free when you understand. Your righteousness is in Christ. What is righteousness? The right to stand with God. You have no right standing with God in your own righteousness because you don't have any. Amen. But when you receive Christ, when you allow him to dwell in you, huh? you can stand with God. Amen. Because he ain't looking at you. He's looking at what's in you. Amen. Oh, my God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, That's why we say thank you, Jesus. We're grateful for that. David had it so right. He said, for in thy sight shall no man living be justified. He said, Lord, please don't don't let me enter into your judgment. We're not entering into God's judgment. We're in Christ. Amen. (laughs) That's why I told you in that day, if you stand before the Lord, don't talk about you. Okay? All those good things you did, don't even talk about it. Just thank him for dying for you. That's all you want to do. Lord, I thank you. Then say them words. What did Marvin say? I never could have made it without you. That's what you want to be talking about. Amen. Don't talk about nothing else you did. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I don't want him to look at me. I want him to look at his son in me. Huh? He and I are one. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Look at verse three. Hallelujah, Lord. It says, for the enemy have persecuted my soul. He have smitten my life down to the ground. He had made me to dwell in darkness as those that have been long dead. <laughs> oh, I want y'all to see what this enemy is doing right now. It says, I'm going to read it again. It says, first of all, this enemy is persecuting our souls. Amen. <laughs> smitten my life down to the ground made me to dwell in darkness, this is our enemy now, as those that have been long dead, the enemy is Satan, saints, and the world, and your own flesh, okay, that's the enemy, the three, that's the three, I just gave you the three-headed monster, Satan, the world, system, and your flesh, all of them are antichrists, okay, they're not rolling with the Lord, amen, Oh, thank you, Jesus. That's why you can't be led by even your own self. You can't lean on your own understanding. You can't let your flesh lead you. You have to be led by the spirit. Amen. The spirit of God, your spirit lining up with the spirit of God and being led that way. That's another message for another day. I'm staying focused today. But I wanted to show you who the enemy is, who did persecute your soul, huh? smitten our lives down to the ground. I'm, I'm showing you who did that. Made us to dwell in darkness. It's Satan, the world system, and your own flesh. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Look at verse four, saints. Hallelujah, Lord. The enemy wants us to, to live dead lives and keep us in darkness. Amen. I'm exposing him today. I'm exposing them today. Praise God. Look at verse four. Therefore is my spirit overwhelmed within me. My heart within me is desolate. This is how you feel when the enemy has you surrounded. See, David was a warrior. Amen. But you see how he's talking to God. You see what he's praying out to God. I want you to see this clearly. Amen. But he says he's overwhelmed. His heart within him is desolate. See, the enemy got him surrounded. It overwhelms you, and you'll feel desolate. (laughs) What am I going to do now? That's how you feel. That's how David was feeling. I'm overwhelmed with this, Lord. (laughs) Look at verse 5, because it's going to tell us what you're going to do about that. Verse 5, here we go. I remember the days of old. I meditate on all thy works. I muse on the work of thy hands. See, when the enemy got you surrounded, and you feel desolate, amen, and you feel overwhelmed, <laughs> this is what you do. Just remember how God delivered you out of all the battles you was in before. Remember that. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Huh? He delivered you out of the last battle, and the one before that, and the one before that, and the one before that. In Christ, you don't lose battles. Amen. That's why I love living life in him. It's so exciting. Huh? Once I begin to allow him to sit on the throne of my heart, I didn't lose any more battles. Amen. Why? Because the battle is not mine. It's the Lord's. Huh? Who's going who's gonna to battle against him and win? Oh, my God. I tell you, it's exciting to serve our God. Amen. Just remember, Saints to God, meditate on those works. That's what David is saying. I muse on the work of thy hands. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Remember what he told I will never leave you or forsake you. Oh, Lord. Who, who, whoever promised you that? Huh, your parents, who promised you, I will never leave you or forsake you. Oh, that's an awesome promise right there. And he has to do it. <laughs> he can't lie. Amen. His word is bond. Oh, y'all heard that expression? Word is bond. They, they're talking about the Lord. That's the only word that's bond that we are sure of. Why? Because we trust God. And I'm trying to show you what it looks like to trust him. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. When, when we get, our spirits get overwhelmed, And our heart begins to feel desolate because it looks like these enemies that are attacking us are winning. Kill them by way of remembrance. Huh? Know that God is not having left you. Amen? Because he said he would would never do that. Huh? Know that, oh that last battle that I thought was so mighty that they had me all pent up in there, but I won it. And I won the one before that. And I won the one before Oh Lord, have mercy. I'm trying to show you something by way of remembrance. Just look back. Hey, what, what, the, what the song, songwriter, how the singer said, when I look back on all that you brought me through, I knew it was you. I never could have made it without you. Oh, Lord. Oh, hallelujah, Lord. I picked that song on a on a on a whim, but it was the right one. Why? Because God is leading us all the time. He knows the future, saints of God. It's not about me or you. It's about Jesus. When you get that one in your spirit right there. How, how, How beautiful and free we live in him. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Look at verse six. It says, I stretch forth my hands unto thee. My soul thirsteth after thee. As a thirsty land. Salah. See, when we stretch forth our hands, we're saying, I trust you. I'm trying to show you how to trust God properly today. I surrender to you. I need you. I can't make it without you. Oh, Lord, thank you, Jesus. That's what David is saying in the scripture, saying to God. (laughs) I stretch forth my hands unto thee. That's what he's saying to the Lord. I need you, Lord. Please don't ever leave me, Lord. I can't do this without you. <laughs> that long range of life, I I was living, that's dead. <laughs> that's over. <laughs> I'm into the Lord. Amen. <laughs> he goes before me in the battle. I don't lead the battle. He leads. Oh, Lord, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Look at verse seven, saints. It says, "Hear me speedily, O Lord. My spirit faileth. Hide not thy face from me, lest I be like unto them that go down into the pit." Who? <laughs> notice how, notice how David, <laughs> the things that David is expecting of God, because what I want to show you is how to trust God and with the correct expectations of him. Amen. He's telling them, Lord, even though my spirit feels like it's failing because it's my enemies, they got me all hemmed up. But Lord, please don't hide your face from me. <laughs> Lest I be like unto them that go down into the pit. That's a bad situation to be like them which go down into the pit. See, some folks have their minds so made up in a negative way, they just refuse to change. And God is so merciful. Amen. He's so just and fair. He keeps trying to open up a door and make a way for you to make your way to him. Because it ain't on you. But you keep letting the devil trick you to make you think you got to do it. And you know you can't do it. And he know you can't do it. So he got you like that. Like that. What's that? That, 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 uh. That hamster that runs in, in, in that wheel, <laughs> going nowhere. Amen. <laughs> if you keep trying to run on your own and do your own thing and stay in your own mind and all of that and lean on your own understanding, you're not gonna go nowhere. Amen. <laughs> how, how, uh, okay, let's let me read it how David says it. Lest I be like unto them that go down into the pit. Why? God has hid his face from you, huh? After a zillion zillion trash, you know they, they have a scripture will say God will turn you over to a reprobate mind. <laughs> you don't want that. huh? But he's so just and fair he wants he wants you. He, he brings all the answers to you before he allows that to happen. Amen. He didn't brought all his servants is trying to talk to you. All this, and it's, it's just, he go on and on. He died for you. Just think of what he wants, how he loves you. He don't want to turn you, or he don't want to hide his face from you. <laughs> oh, but some, again, they just won't change. They want to do whatever they want to do and have no influence from God at all. And we're looking at that society today. Hey, Amen. They don't want nothing from God. Huh? <laughs> I don't want no, No, you say, God, it's a turnoff to them. Amen. But we still pray for them. Lord, don't turn them over to that reprobate mind. Let the mind that's in Christ be in them, Lord. See, that's our prayer. God, don't hide your face from them. Don't turn them over to that reprobate mind, Lord. Because when that happens, saints, that's it. They're going down into the pit. That's who he's talking about in the scripture. Some are so disobedient, so headstrong, amen, that God has had to hide his face from them, turn them over to that reprobate mind, amen. That's a bad thing. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. And David is saying, Lord, don't don't let that be me. And I'm saying, Pastor Rudy is saying, Lord, don't let that be me. And all of y'all should be saying, Lord, don't let that be me. Amen. Praise God. Look at verse 8. It says, Cause me to hear thy loving kindness in the morning. Oh, that's an expectation right there. Lord, don't let my mind be so made up that I can't hear you in the morning. Don't do that, Lord. Oh, let me read it again. Cause me to hear thy loving kindness in the morning, for in thee do I trust. Oh, we're talking about trusting God today, right? Oh, let me read it again. For in thee, do I trust? Cause me to know the way wherein I should walk. For I lift up my soul unto thee. <laughs> oh, those are our expectations right there. Not of, I want this and I want that. And I know you, Lord, give it to me. Oh no, here's our expectations. Let me read them again. Cause me to know the way wherein I should walk. Lord, direct me. I expect you because I'm into you to direct me, to show me which way I should walk. Oh, that's my expectation, thanks to God. For I lift up my soul unto thee, for I gave you my life. I expect you to show me how to walk, Lord. (laughs) I trust you, Lord. (laughs) Cause me to know the way wherein I should walk. Those are expectations of the Lord. I wanna show you the proper expectations Of God, because some feel that because they're in Christ and want to serve him, that he would give them whatever they want. (laughs) No, here are the correct expectations of what you want him to give you. David is is crying out to the Lord right now. Enemies got him all hemmed up, surrounded. He said, Lord, cause me to hear thy loving kindness in the morning because I trust you. I know you're going to get me out of this mess. I know you're going to handle this business for me. <laughs> Cause me to know the way wherein I should walk. Show me how to get out of this. Show me why, what I should be doing. Look at verse nine. Deliver me. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, everybody say amen to that. <laughs> That's what we want our God to do. Deliver us. For my enemies, from my enemies. We want him to deliver us from our enemies. I flee unto thee to hide me. Woo, Lord, see them expectations right there, saints. He say, Lord, deliver me from the from my enemies, and I'm running to you so you can hide me from them. Oh, that's a different kind of hide. Huh? He said, Lord, don't hide your face from me, but hide me from the enemies. Say amen to that, saints to God. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. Oh, we got some enemies, saints of God, and, and you don't want them to see you, huh? You want God to hide you from them, huh? So when they come at you, they see Christ, just like you see Christ, amen? And they don't want no part of that. Your enemies don't want no part of Christ. Satan, he don't want no part of Christ. This world system, they don't want no part of Christ. That's why the world is going to hell in a ambassador. They don't want no part of Christ, amen? Your flesh it doesn't want any part of Christ and it's not subject to God it wants to do what it is want to do why do I always want to do bad well I really want to do the right thing but it's just sin. that's what who said that Paul Paul said Lord I want to do good but I look up and I'm doing bad because you're in the flesh the flesh is weak amen It want to do whatever It don't want to listen to God it's an enemy to you amen you have to control it you got to lead it but your spirit <laughs> Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah to you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. It says, Deliver me, O Lord, from my enemies. I flee unto thee to hide me. Everybody say amen to that. <laughs> look at verse 10. It says, Teach me to do thy will. Woohoo, look at these expectations. I use it. Teach me to do thy will, for thou art my God. Thy spirit is good. Lead me into the land of uprightness. I'm showing you, saints of God, what our expectations should be from our Lord. This is what we should expect from him. And let me me show it to you again. Teach me to do thy will. You want to know what the will is for God, what God's will is for your life. Mm -hmm. Amen. You want him to teach you that. Teach, you, teach me, Lord, why you sent me here and what you want me to do. I need to know that. Amen. Teach me thy will, for thou art my God. Ooh, these, are my, these are our expectations. Saying, thy spirit is good. Amen. Lead me into the land of uprightness. Oh, those are our expectations. Look at verse 11. Quicken me, O Lord, for thy name's sake, for thy righteousness' sake. Bring my soul out of trouble. Oh, this is definitely what we expect our Lord to do. Quicken us. Amen. Do a, do a quick work in us. Get me right, Lord. See, those are our expectations. Not all that crazy worldly stuff that we expected him to do, that we don't need him to do, that we don't. That, see, God knows what we need before we even ask. And a lot of times we want things that we don't need. See, some things that we want can actually pull us away from the Lord. Amen. It'll draw us away from God. That's why he doesn't want to give you everything you want. huh? Because you may end up wanting the wrong thing to take you away from him. Many do that. Amen. They come in the house of the Lord and the Lord begin to bless them tremendously. They ain't even seen never in their life had they seen these kind of blessings. And then they want to walk away from them. All of a sudden, oh, I'm good now. I got everything I need. Oh, the Lord, look how he blessed. Why would you walk away from the blessings? You want them to continue to flow. Amen. <laughs> oh, that's why God knows what you need. And he wants to meet your need. And he promised that he would do that. But check your expectations with him, saints of God. That's what I wanted you to see today. Check your expectations, that you things that you expect from the Lord. Amen. Check them. Make sure they're in line. And then if you're not sure, say, Lord, not my will. Not what, I, not my expectation, but your will. Whatever you design for me to have, you already know it. You know all things. Put yourself in that position, saints, with the Lord. Amen. Quicken me, O Lord, for thy name's sake. For thy righteousness, for his righteousness. Amen. <laughs> quick you, quicken you, do that quick work in you and change you for his righteousness. Amen. For his righteousness sake, bring my soul out of trouble. Get me out of this mess. <laughs> and look at this final verse. verse 12 says, and of thy mercy, cut off mine enemies <laughs> and destroy all of them that afflict my soul. For I am thy servant. Everybody say amen to that. We are servants of God, saints. Amen. And we, the expectations that we have for him are lining up with this word that David had. Amen. Because you can clearly see what David's expectations are for God. God, hide me. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. For God to cut off his enemies and destroy him. Thank you, Jesus. For God to lead him in the land of uprightness. Thank you, Jesus. For God to bring his soul out of trouble. These are all the expectations. We have the same ones. Amen. We are God's servants, saints. We must learn to trust God and that he's doing the best for us. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Father, teach us to lay down any improper expectations that we have and to trust you right, Lord. I will never forget you gave me that scripture, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, which says to trust you with all of my heart and stop leaning onto my own understanding. In all my ways acknowledge you, Lord, and, and I try my best no matter what I'm about to enter into to let you know, Lord, I need you with me all the time. Hallelujah, Lord. Father, you're the author and the finisher of our faith. Everything we need is in you, Lord. So we trust you with all our heart. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Everybody give our God a shout of praise right now. Hallelujah, Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah for your word, Lord. Your word of expectation for us, Father, we thank you for it, Lord. We thank you for showing us exactly what we should expect from you. Showing us that we expect you to show us, to teach us, to make us wiser, to lead us, to keep our enemies from attacking us. Oh, those are our expectations, Father. Thank you, Lord. And for that, we give you all of the glory, all of the praise, all of the honor. We lift our hands to you. We say hallelujah to you, Lord. Have your way in our life, Lord. Not our will, but your will be done forever in our life. In Jesus' name, amen.